Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Donna Summer's Last Dance, and oh, they were singing shit. along to it, oh, and shit. I started singing along to it, and then they like started honking. Like, it was just like a thing. God, oh, I love moment. New York. What a magical moment. Yeah. God bless. It's a great, it's a great little street. Um, I don't have much business other than I think we had a new review, but you want to do the other business first? Sure. Um, we went a little bit spicy red today. Ooh. We uh, like spicy. We like anything spicy. Yes, it's true. We had a Malbec from Mendoza, Argentina. Mendoza! <laughs> uh, it's called Gascon. Uh, not Gaston. Gascon. Uh, yeah, He's not the one with the ponytail. No, or the Throwing chin. Throwing people around the yeah. uh, moose lodge the or whatever the fuck they were. Yes. Uh, G-A-S-C-O accent over the O and... Uh, lovely. Really, really nice. Uh, yeah, so nice like that them. I was like, what's dinner? So yeah. I'm we, just gonna drink it. Sue and I had a, a, like a block of cheese each and half yeah. a bottle of wine for dinner, so. So, I don't, super I don't, healthy. Why we mentioned it, I don't even know, because it's not that much different than usual. <laughs> yeah, you um, know, Tuesday. <laughs> you know, just a Tuesday. Um, if you're listening to us, you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean. Please subscribe to us and give us all the stars you see fit. It helps us survive as a podcast. Um, other ways that you can help us, go to our Cafe Press store. Yeah. We don't directly get a ton of money, but it helps us get the word out about the podcast. And you look cool. Here yeah. Oh, I have my Cabernet cool. and a cup at work and uh, tons of conversation starts. Right? And then... Uh, we have, we're drinking out of the glasses tonight. Are there any? I, there's still one or two more glasses, you guys. So if yes. you want a PLO wine glass, email us at cabernet at gmail.com and we'll I give you all the info. If pictures don't do it justice, how beautiful That's they are. what I think. I truly think it's that's just true. Like, so impressive how spot on salt water and wine. Yeah. That's yeah. our logo. Yeah. Shout and out to the like, It's such a fun feeling glass because it's like painted on the bottom and on. It's just beautiful. It's just the best wine glass you can ever spend $30 on. And so just email us and you can cherish it forever. And also, you guys have to think about it. It's not the upfront cost. It's like, how many times are you going to use it? And well, like if you paid a dollar for each time, are you going to use it 30 times? Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. going to use it 30 times. Of course you are. That's one day, one day a month. One yeah. day a month. <laughs> one day a month. Come on. I love how 
we're doing a hard seller for asking people to invest in like stocks and bonds. We're like, no, just literally pay us the price that we paid for the glass. We yeah. make no money off of this. Yeah, we're we the wolves of Wall it. Street. We are <laughs> terrible at it. Oh, we're so bad at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have my turkey for sandwich on lunch day, uh, like Tumblr with a straw at work. And it's actually, well, I didn't bring it to my latest gig I showed. That reminds me that I showed. Yeah. But yeah, I had it on my last gig and it was like, quite the conversation piece. So thank you. Like we said, if you review us, it helps people find us and we love you for it. And we have had so many fun reviews lately. And the last one, I don't think we read this one. Yeah, I don't think we read this one last week. But thank you to Sandy198128. Oh, no, wait. She did because February 3rd. So we must have read that last week. February 3rd was Wednesday, wasn't it? Oh, shit. So not? No, that was like two weeks ago. Where am I? What year is it? was Wednesday, so we wouldn't have read it. So should we read it? Or wait, no, but we already no, had a Tuesday time. already. Yeah, yeah so, so no, we've already done Okay, it. well, listen, Sandy, you got a shout-out two weeks in a row. <laughs> and you're still great. And you're still and great. Thanks to everybody who, like, we, we were both just like, oh, are these shout-outs boring? People were really excited about the shout-outs. So I'm excited. I'm that, glad that you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, hell yeah. Because um, we like shouting you guys out. We love each and every one of you for listening, even if you don't contact us directly. We, we see you in the numbers. We see you. We see, we see you. And yeah, it just warms my heart when we uh, get little fun messages. I just read well, I mean, like, everything you guys tweet us is retweetable, and I just... Oh, yeah. You know, I wish I could retweet it. I guess technically I could retweet everything. Yeah. But then I feel like my people who follow me on my personal Twitter who are PLL fans would, you know, wish my early demise. Well, retweet them from Cabernet. I should retweet them from Cabernet. You gotta now, switch right. it up. It, it's tough. It's it is. Tough it's to like, tough to, like, go- what are the metrics? You go back and forth. But, uh, Speaking of metrics, man, Tico, big fan of the podcast and friend of the podcast, fr- close personal friend, he does tweet reach and he sends us the stats every oh, week yeah. of how far Cabernet, hashtag Cabernet and A goes. The accounts reached is over 2 million. 2.8 so million people have, and the exposure is over 10 million impressions That's have been insane. exposed. The hashtag Cabernet A. So thank you so much, Tommy, for sending this. And everybody, if you're not following Tico, uh, it's T E E C O seven one. He is first of all the nicest person I've ever met in my yes, life. Yes, so sweet. Second of all, he's knows everything about TV. I mean, he was he goes to all sorts of awards and gives you backstage like images and passes, and he's just. The everyman of Twitter that somehow gets into all these amazing things because of his amazing. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, the everyman. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, he's just super great. So thank you so much for sending that, uh, Tommy, and I will send you an email as well, and then I'll make you listen to this. Um, (laughs) All right. Should we get into this week's episode? Yes. So uh, okay, the big thing up top. There was the heart shaped bed. It came into our life so soon, guys. I want to know, like, is everybody thinking of Nirvana's heart-shaped box, or is it just oh, me? Oh my god, I wasn't, but like, why wasn't I? What if we just did a remix of that video, where you know how he's in the heart-shaped box bedroom? Yep. But like, when they do the flashes, we have Hannah in bed with Jordan. Hey, what? I got a Guys, I could go on and on forever. So funny. I dressed like an angsty teen today. I'm in my PJs now, but I wore my Nirvana t-shirt. 
a nice. black skirt and nice. silver sneakers. Oh, so nice. Which my boss wife, I like your little wrestling shoes. And I was like, is that a compliment? Your wrestling <laughs> shoes are so No, I said, thanks if that was a compliment. <laughs> and I said it like I was Daria. I was just like, if that was a compliment. Like, Ugh. You don't even get me. You're not my real mom, boss. Like, I'm That's just, hilarious. I love that at 34, I can still be an angsty teen, though. God bless America. It's amazing. So, red bed. Yeah, red heart-shaped bed. Very magical. Um, and then we got into, right into Sparia doing, like, some real Nancy Drew shit. They found a secret, like, bunker in the middle of what used to be Radley. Now it's the Radley, which is very different. <laughs> and, uh, it's got the in front, front of it. In front of it so. It's like Chelsea White and Sue Funk. Nothing on Twitter. Yeah. The Chelsea White. The, the Sue Funk. Funk everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Great analogy, Sue. You're welcome. So they find some crazy shit. Oh, like the crazy um, torture device thing. That the thing that Arya actually had in her flashback when she was. Supposed to oh, say right, that right. she wanted Charlotte out. Yeah. yeah, that was her flashback back to it. But. So I found that. What do you still think? I guess I'm. I don't know. I'm having a hard time wrapping my. I'm very on board with this whole season. And even like we just said when the episode ended, the first thing we said was like, "Okay, not a lot happened. We're not mad at it." Like I'm just. Yeah. Uh, for me, the reboot gave it enough freshness for me mm-hmm. personally that yeah. like I don't. This wasn't a hugely, you know, um, you know, happening episode, but it still was enjoyable for me to watch. Just because Absolutely. I really appreciate where they are in this new fabulous world space. But yeah, there we didn't. There was a cat in it. There was a cat in it for God's sake. I mean, but like, I am having a hard time wrapping my brain around where they're going with the season. I gotta admit, it's like, okay, we have this. So now, I mean, what what are we? to believe with this information that we found. Like, so Sarah knows that there's some torture chamber thing that had it completely been destroyed in the middle of Radley, which is now Beachy Hotel. Is the person that, is it supposed to be leading us to believe that this well, new big bad is someone who was also tortured? Was Sarah tortured? Was Sarah involved? Who the fuck is Sarah Harvey? What's well, happening? That's the thing with a is that we never understand fully what the motives are, that's and right. I think that's what makes it kind of creepy and scary. Yeah, so you point. don't know why that's a good point. this that's person a good point. hates everybody so much. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and you don't know why. A for lack of a better term, we've been told that we are solving for A like algebra. Yeah, which I'm fine. With. I'm fine with that. But um, why you gotta ruin breakfast, A? Oh my god. Most important meal of the day. And it was super shady. Like, I feel like Jordan is a brick through a window with his shadiness this morning. Uh, I mean, not this morning, but this episode with him coming in with the tray. And she's like, where are you? And like, oh, you should yeah. tell me before you go. And then you're serving me this shady death threat of a breakfast oh, yeah. that you didn't read the card. And you thought that your girlfriend, who's obviously intersexic, intersexia. Um, right. <laughs> She's sexy and hot. It's just me. Um, <laughs> she uh, would not order this breakfast. Right. She's a Marin. They don't have eggs and bacon and stuff. Like, yeah, she wouldn't that shit. She wouldn't order the Denny's fucking like lumberjack special. Yeah, like 
do you even know your fiance? Yeah. Has she ever eaten breakfast in front of you? I feel like never. Do you think those are Emily's eggs? Scrambled? <laughs> <laughs> I told Chelsea that as soon as that whole Emily's e- eggs, she said it in such a Canadian She's way, Canadian. like, my eggs. What a, what you just said it? You're like, you're like, what about my eggs? What about my eggs? Are they scrambled? <laughs> no, I just went Irish. Yeah, you just went Irish. I was like, like Scottish. But, the beginning was but it was just like, it was so weird. But I, I told Chelsea that it was really hard for me not to make a ton of omelet jokes. Well, like, I just wanted to make so many just being like, oh, like, it's really got to be a batter in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, they're all horrible and super funny, but like, as soon as that happened, I was just like, these are a thousand things that you can say that are horrible. <laughs> Sweet. That was, okay. I, and not that it should matter, because I'm still a human with, like, empathy and fucking dignity and emotions, but I'm not even a person, like, I've never wanted kids, but the, the idea that, Listen to like, Kid Life Crisis and hear all about it. Oh, good Sorry. plug. Good plug. <laughs> but I... That, that scene where they were like, oh, you know, B2 Dubs, like 30 couples' eggs were destroyed. I, oh, that was, gut, that was yeah. gut-wrenching. That was like You were visibly awful. upset by it that. Was awful. Yeah, like, yeah, when you it think was about, definitely. like, this is the couple's, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ, they're the future and it's children. all because of that Emily Fields bitch. Oh, my bitch. God. Oh, fucking Emily Fields. Just because they want to make the plot line from the book come to the... Silver, the mini screen, silver screen, so, the, the mini little silver screen. screen, the mini silver screen, <laughs> the, 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 the boob tube, the gray screen. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I just felt like I wanted the nurse to be like, when she was just like, was it just my eggs? Or being like, no. no. Do you think you're the only fucking bitch in this town? Right? You think you're so special that your eggs are the only ones that got ruined. Yeah. No, um, it was, it was sad. It was very sad. Um, I also thought that there was going to be a crossover with Turkish PLL because I, oh, yeah. I thought that Jordan was like, oh, I googled, yeah, I googled romantic and turkey. <laughs> no, it was tacky. Yeah, she said, what, turkey? I was like, I think he said tacky. I was like, are they in turkey? What if, what if though? What if there would have been a Turkish PLL crossover? Achalia, Achalia. <laughs> the big return of Ray Finkel tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh my gosh, laces were out. Her dramatic mean, return. I have to say, I was a little spoiled by looking at stuff online because all oh, of her see, I scenes didn't look up anything this week, so we're online already. I feel like I blew my tanner look. Yeah, <laughs> this is a problem. Yeah, I I wish I had waited for it because I do love. Love me some Tanner yeah. with her iced tea hair pulled back. It's just like, I can't. <laughs> I, I I do love her bitchiness just being like, what about those statistics? You ladies leave town, no murders. You're back. All of the murders. And she's like, it's kind I of- don't know statistics. I dropped out of college. Yeah, she basically was like, well, I'm a fucking moron, so I don't know what you're talking about. What's up, eyes? Bye! <laughs> Sidebar, I don't know if you guys, uh, if you don't follow us on Snapchat, we played a pretty, uh, there's a garbage truck outside, so <laughs> yeah. just ignore that. But we played a pretty epic drinking game It's not even on, a garbage truck. What is it? It's this little scooter thing that drives the sidewalk. What do they want from us? 
I don't know. The church has this little guy who plows the sidewalk even when there's not snow on it. It's the church plow? Yeah. Someone getting plowed in the church? <laughs> of course, if there's a church across the street from me, somebody's getting plowed. <laughs> sidebar, sidebar. This guy that I, well, kind of have been seeing, although he might have already ghosted on me, which Speaking is a shame. Speaking of plowing. Speaking of plowing, I really Sorry. was like, I, you, I mean, you guys are, you guys who know me, like, I don't, like, have feelings. But I really was like, it's oh, not true. I could maybe like this guy. And then already, I don't know what happened, but um, on Saturday, he slept over and we were, to, I was like, oh my God, I had a crazy, insane dream. And like, you were in it. And so like, we were in a church and he's like, well, we plowed in the church. I'm like, no, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, we weren't. Wow. Your dream was actually about the same. Maybe that was like church. just a foreshadowing. Oh my god! Wow, guys. Um, woo, lot going on in Chelsea's brain. <laughs> I'm accidentally. Psyched. It's like a deja vu. But back to the original sidebar. Um, if you guys follow us on Snapchat, you saw that Sue and I had a romantic Valentine's Day. Very sexy. Where we played <laughs> a lot of drinking games revolving around our favorite shows. And I thought of this because you mentioned uh, Raven Gold's Ice Tea hairdo. Yeah, so we played an SVU drinking game. Water SVU. Dateline. We played a Dateline real life mysteries drinking game. We watched Crossroads featuring yes. this Britney Spears. Um, oh, we used Rift Tracks, which yeah. by the way, great. So Just funny. totally go to Rift Tracks. If you liked Mystery Science Theater 3000, it's the same guys who did that. And now you can download like MP4s or MP3s rather. And you just sync it with the movie and they make funny jokes to all sorts of different movies. Really it's so good. And we talked about originally that we should make rift tracks with PLLs. So should we revisit that? I would love to do that. Would you guys um, check Maybe during the off season? Circle, circle here for no, circle here for yes. If I pass you no in class. And yeah, should we in the off season make rift tracks for PLL? Which, yeah, if you don't know, it's like you you start it when the show's on and it's basically yeah. like listening to us do director's commentary, like shitting on the episode as you watch it. Yeah. It's very fun. Okay. It's Anyways, fun. let's try. Let's I, I mean, if people are into it, I would totally do that during the off season. I think we should give it a shot at least for one episode and test the waters. We still have to do a live call-in episode. Okay. Lots Back to happening. everything that's happening. So, okay, can I ask you a question, Sue? Sure. I don't know. This might have been one of those things where I was distracted by cheese, and if I went back and watched it, it would be obvious. But when I... When we came back into the scene from a commercial where everyone, everyone being, I think, Hannah and Emily, were with Allie. And the scene opened with Emily looking at a picture of a little girl on, like, Allie's mantle. Do you remember that? And I was like, who the fuck is that girl? And then they just went into the scene. I was very confused. If you guys, I feel like this is one of those moments where now we're going to get 11 tweets. Like, Chelsea, here's the very obvious answer of why you're confused. And you clearly were just eating cheese and distracted. But... We should go back to it before yeah. we leave tonight, because I was so confused. I'm going to be honest. I took some pretty decent notes on this. I don't you even didn't notice remember. That? I don't remember Allie being with Emily and Hannah. It was that scene where they went back in, and they were kind of talking about But also, I feel like Sue and I were both confused by definitely one scene that we watched multiple times, and I was even confused by a couple other scenes, which is not surprising, um, but... I feel like in particular tonight I was. But um, this was also the scene where I, I took a note, in addition to who is the girl that Emily's looking at a picture of, 
also at the very end of that scene. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that out loud, and then and, oh boy, guys, guys settle down outside. Guys, we're we're trying podcasting. To we're Jesus trying to Christ. So then also um, at the end of that scene, Allie, I want to say, said something like, "Have you guys heard of Two Crows Restaurant?" And then like the scene was over, and I was like, "What's happening in this episode?" Do you remember that scene? I blacked out, apparently. I don't remember what else they talked about. Um, we'll have to go and rewatch. Everyone listening is getting a kick out of us not understanding basic, I don't know, like... I was probably tweeting. scene concepts. I think I was tweeting about how Arya looks like a young Blanche Devereaux in that thing. Because <laughs> I was like, Chelsea, that, that reminds me of Florida. Yeah. Like, I liked the outfit. I thought it was cute and modern. I just didn't understand why it was all one tone. Because I don't feel like that's something that's, like, very fashion forward. And maybe I'm wrong because I am the same girl who wore a Nirvana t-shirt and silver sparkle wrestling Wrestling shoes. They're sneakers, guys. Corey just texted me and I thought it was the guy I liked, but it wasn't. It was just Corey. Fuck you, Corey! Just kidding. I love you. Corey. I love him so much. We work together now, but I never see him. Okay. Um, Sounds about right. Well, yeah, what else? What do you got? I, um, mo- like, this episode was a really good episode in the sense of um, secrets, like, coming to realization. There was a line that I wrote where uh, they said, bad thing. Hold on. I'm finding it, guys. It's, it's a tip of the tongue. There was something about how, like, toxic secrets. Oh, secret! Oh yeah, Arya and they were all in the coffee shop, and she was like, "Maybe it's in we're doing like old habits with a new problem. Secrets are becoming toxic again." Yes, and we're like, "Oh shit!" And I feel like that was a she like went in. She wasn't wrong either. And also, Jordan was just like telling Hannah that bad things happen. Conspiracies are harder to come by when you look in the shadows, you'll find something. I feel like someone has told them that before. Yeah. Um, which was weird. Um, and I I think that a lot of it was, like, people being like, you know what, I'm not, and we talked about this last episode, I think, too. It's like, they're not going to be like, oh, let's wait till next episode to find this out. Like, Spencer runs into Mona, and she's just like, if I ask you a question, are you going to be straight with me after all the shit we've been through? And Mona's like, try me. And she's like, did you tell Yvonne to leave the phone? And she's like, fuck yeah, I did. Yep. And then Spencer was like, why? And she's like, I think it's shitty that you're trying to use their mom's ca- your mom's cancer. Yep. And then Spencer kind of was like, yeah, thanks. But like, it sh- like, then Mona was like, oh, shit, you didn't know about your mom's cancer. Right. And then it was like, awkward. And... Also, well, that leads into the one other note I have that I feel like they're kind of, are they, are they trying to shoehorn Mona into this season? Doesn't it feel a little forced? I, I think guess. it feels a little forced. I feel like it feels a little bit like, how can we work Mona into this? But you're like, well, all it right, does feel guys. like Mona is showing up sporadically, kind of like that weird guy on the first season. I guess he's, he was in more of Gilmore Girls. But there was this, like, one weird guy that would show up and kill more girls all the time. And you were just like, this guy has nothing to do with the story. Well, right. But I feel like it makes it seem even more weird. Because she was so 
integral. Yeah, I mean, like, right. And it is kind of like, here's somebody who was trapped with them. Yeah. Who was their tormentor. Um, Kirk. That's who I'm thinking of. Gilmore Girls. You guys will know if anyone's watched. Right. Like, there's like five people who are like, I know, you met Kirk! Anywho at all. Um, but... I, I do agree. I didn't think that before you said it, but you're right. Yeah. It does feel... But the th- at the same time, it's not like Mona's going to be their friend. Right. But I, I wish that they did have a better reason for Mona to be around, because she's awesome. She is awesome. It's just unfortunate that it's like... She, I guess here's what I'll say. Like, It does feel kind of forced to me, but I appreciate that they're trying to force her and not just being like, you don't fit in here anymore, Mona, because... She's yeah. an awesome character, right? But it's just like, I don't know if they really hit the nail on the head of like, why she's still, ha- it doesn't feel necessary that she's still involved. Yeah. It feels forced, but then also maybe it'll come through that she is the one that pushed Charlotte on the bell tower, which God bless. Like, I, you know, I don't yeah. think she's A, but I think, because I also don't think that the person who killed, I mean, yeah, well, clearly, I guess it's even how the show's setting it up, like, mm-hmm. The person who is the new big bad slash A is not the same person who killed Charlotte. Because the new big bad is trying to figure out who killed Charlotte. Oh. I mean, like, so they're not the same person. But I also felt that way from the beginning. I felt like that was going to be sort of... Uh, the, I thought it was going to turn out to be a twist, but then it seems like, okay, well, they're already setting it up. Mm-hmm. Unless the twist is that they're setting it up and it's a lie. Like, that mm-hmm. A is like, who killed Charlotte? You will tell me. Hashtag, it was me. I mean, that, that would be like true. true. It's so crazy. Do you realize that? That's something What is that the like, finale? Are we going to... No, I think... Let me look it up right now. I, I was like... It's like the middle of March. Not like, oh, we're not going to be here for it, but I'm like, what... Where have we been staying? Well, next know. week I'm going to be in LA, so we're going to be even punchier than usual. Okay, the finale. I have it as March 15th. Does that sound That's what right? I thought. Yeah, March yeah. 15th. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh boy. Um, okay, the next one I have is that we, Sue and I both kind of are like, interesting, when, well, number one, Caleb is, Hannah has a flashback where Caleb's in an alley with a fucking cat. Yeah. So, but amazing. so many, like, he must have said the word Sybil so many times. Right. Which, by the way, if you guys ever want to do a drinking game, PLL, and you use this episode, use the word Sybil. Right. Because if you remember... <clears throat> A season or two ago, one of the writers, I don't mm-hmm. remember if it was Brian Holdman, I forget I what like it was. Brian Holdman. He they tweeted about, like, if you want a clue, Sybil, like, as the movie, right? And mm-hmm. so that was, like, a big clue. People had a lot of theories about it. Phil Sherlock or BFF, I think, like, did post a lot of theories yeah, about it. Yeah, it was, like, her sleeping spices. 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 Senses. Senses. Well, I want to say spidey senses, but I couldn't figure out the real spelling for spidey. I liked um, uh, spicy senses. Spicy senses. That's fine. I was on board anyway. Sleuthing senses. But um, I feel like she was just going wild today. So definitely look up uh, PL Sherlock and then I'm sure there'll be insight. But basically, more or less, I have it pulled up on Wikipedia, so you know it's true. It's a 1976 <laughs> film. Sybil is a shy, unassuming substitute grad school teacher. After suffering a small breakdown in front of a student, she's giving a neurological exam. Sybil admits to having blackouts and tears. They're getting worse. 
her doctor theorizes that the incidents are kind of hysteria, all related to people problems. She asked Sybil to return a later date, yada, yada, yada. Okay, um, Dr. Wilbur sees a laid-back call from someone who identifies herself as Vicky and says that Sybil is about to jump out a hotel window. Dr. Wilbur rescues Sybil, who denies knowing Vicky. Suddenly, Sybil becomes hysterical and begins speaking like a little girl. The girl introduces herself as Peggy. Dr. Wilbur realizes that Sybil is suffering, suffering from dissociative identity disorder. So okay. there you go. Is there, so so is there a split personality? Is there a twin? I just think like, that it's a little... I don't think that Caleb knows anything about anything. I think that it's the I writers putting it in as a key yeah. and a foreshadowing. I think it's the writers putting it in as a little like nudge, nudge, wink, wink, foreshadowing that maybe the dissociative identity slash twin thing is a thing. That's my personal opinion. I don't think it matters that it's coming from Caleb. I think that's incidental. I feel like that's, like, you mean, like, just, like, your name's Ashley. Or, like, I don't don't know a name that would be associated currently. Like, or, like, not like Ashley. No, I know what you mean. Like, like, Sybil encapsulates what he was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, Sybil encapsulates. I'm like, I don't know anybody who's, like, like, you know, I think it's a wink nudge from the writers and producers that they, you know, recognize. It's almost an immediate red herring, too. Yeah. But I think it's, I think it's purposeful. Well, if they were going to do that, Sybil. I really wish that he would have just been like, you're being a real Felicia. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> um, why do we think about, uh, Mama Hastings killed someone. I mean, yeah, I forgot that she even had cancer previously. I it was such a that. blip on the radar, yeah. and that was totally when she was dating um, guy from Scream Queens, and he found her at the club all drunk. Right. Um, yeah, I totally um, forgot about that. Uh, I kind of was like... Sounds like fucking season one. Yeah. Wow. I was hoping, it, like, gave me this whole, like, spinoff idea in my brain where I was just like, what if Mama Hastings did, like, a whole big C? Like, the show The Big C, like, what if it was just, like, that whole thing spun off with Mrs. Hastings where she has her, like, I've only got so long to live and I'm just gonna fuck it off. Right. Um, which is a great show. I cried like a baby. For the final season. Like, if you ever want to just, like, be like, I want to see what it looks like for Sue to cry nonstop for, like, five hours or however long the the last season is. Put on the big thing. It's just one of those shows where you're just like, this is so beautiful. (laughs) Why is life so short? (laughs) She really understood how to live life. Um, But I think that would be a great spinoff. Maybe it's too heavy for me. I don't know. But let's see. What other things did I have? Um, oh, I liked when Mona and Caleb rode the elevator together. Oh, yeah. That was a nice little She was all, who's the better kisser? Well, listen up, Diana or me. Listen up, all you, you Monas in there, you little Monas. I love that he... That was hilarious, the little motos, and then it was hashtag little mona. That was amazing. That was a really good hashtag. Uh, but uh, 
who would you think I'm the three of her sister? Oh, funny. Um, not Mona. I kind of feel like Hannah would be the better kisser. Yeah, I feel like she'd be the best. Yeah, I, I guess mean, maybe so. Spencer. She's had a lot of practice, but like, I don't know. Something about Hannah just seems like a little bit more. Um, she seems like she has the less, the least inhibitions. Okay. And I think that's a big factor in like being like sexually free. Yeah. See, I feel like Spencer, that's where she lets her crazy, her freak Oh, well, that's out. a good point, though. That's a good point. She channels it there, so maybe she'd be like, yeah. No, I could see that. I think it'd be, it could be from a finish. I don't know why I discount Mona. I'm sure she's fine. Crazy girls fuck the best. That's what they always say. Who would you want to make out with? Out of all the girls on the show? Just with those three. Oh, out of those three. It's funny, because immediately I was like, Shay, her hair is amazing. <laughs> like, I would just try and figure out how she gets her hair to look so amazing. Um, I guess Hannah. Yeah, right. I, think, I think Hannah for me too, but that's what I just because I feel like her character exudes that sort of like, yeah. no inhibition, like, whereas like Spencer, <laughs> like, I, but you make a good point about Spencer being like, that's where she sort of like, but it might let her guard down. Intense. But that's what I'm thinking. I'm imagining yeah. it being a little too intense. I'm imagining it be a little bit like, All I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. Mona, I think, would just, like, I think Mona has some, like, fucked up fetishes. I think Mona has some, and, like, I'm all for, like, a you fetish like I do get, like, you. I just think that Mona would have some sort of, like, you'd be into it, and you'd kind of be, like, almost in a place where you could be, like, I could be into this. And then she'd just be, like, you know, Hold turn on. around, put on this, like, Chicken, just the, the just plushie. the head of a chicken suit, you know, and like, too. like I don't know. It just feels like something, yeah. some like real insane shit. Where you're just like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like she'd go um, to a weird place where I was just like, I can't even. I I don't. I we're not even in the same book, let alone the same page. Speaking of people we want to make out with, Ezra yeah. is back. Oh hell yeah! I'm still gonna marry him someday. Shout out to Carnegie Mellon. Harding, Collins. Um, Ian Harding looks amazing. I love Drunk Ezra. Love Drunk Ezra. I love his reason for where he was. He's like, your parents were about to get back together. And then I went to go eat pie with Earl. Oh, yeah. That, I, that's a, the last note I had. Oh, yours was like, pies, pies, pies. Yeah, I thought it was so interesting that What's he was like, that he was like, oh, I went to the House of Pies, and it just brought in the fun little pie reference, which, again, could just be like a little wink and nudge from the producers and writers that are like, you know, just, you know, pies were sort of like a theme in previous episodes. And, again, if you go to PLL Sherlock, she has all these really interesting theories about pie translating to, like, pie as in the mathematical equivalent of what. Um, it's very interesting, and basically, I mean, it turned out to be true. So, I just thought that was a fun little throwback. And then I also just love that scene between Ezra and Ari, where number one, it's like, uh, you're in my apartment, what the fuck, but also yeah, no one seems to she care. she was just writing in his apartment, just hanging out. It was so weird, and, but then also he kind of was like, I was really mad at first when, like, you know, about the murder stuff, but then I was like, well, of course you thought I'd murder someone. And I like I feel like it was yeah, such a good admission so of him glad. being like, 
Oh, yeah, well, he was like, of course you thought I'd murder someone. I mean, like, actually, yeah. You know, exactly. I love like, you I so be, much. I should be flattered that you think I'd murder you someone. Know, I love you so much that I'd murder for you, baby. But I thought it was an interesting sort of like, oh, yeah, well, at first I was pissed, but of fucking course you think I'd murder someone. I'm a psychopath who lied to you about yeah. hooking up with your not your undead best friend for, like, years. So, like, mm-hmm. that was, I think, a fun little Ezra acknowledging his own reality. Um but also just the fact that I'm still, like, disappointed that this Ashley Marin, like, your theory about Ashley Marin and Byron is not something that is happening because it just seems like such a boring reveal that, like, the secret They're, was that Byron and Ella are hooking up. That's so event. boring. That's so boring. I feel like... Oh, I wasn't allowed so. to tell you that your own parents were just being together again? Like, go to sleep. Here's something shocking. The people that fuck to make you are now fucking, fucking again. Who cares? Ugh. Um, there was proof that Allie is with Rollins, which was shocked by no one. But then there was the weird thing where, where Spencer was like, there's no time. And like, I was like, oh, I guess we should go. And she's like, no, that's not what I mean. There's just never any time. And I was like, Does that mean there's never enough time for love? Dr. Jones? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's very strange. I didn't know where she was coming from. I was not picking up what she was putting down. We watched that scene a couple of times, did not get it. Um, And then we watched Spencer talk to Caleb and just seamlessly determine the relationship. Oh, your girlfriend is drinking by herself. To grab a glass of wine. Right. And we were just like, damn, she just DTR real quick. Yeah. She DTR it. She went right in. She slid right in with the fucking slick and girlfriend. I, I, I feel like they were kind of toying with that. They said they, sure. they never said like girlfriend, boyfriend. I feel like that was really the big reveal. She was yeah. like, meanwhile, he's halfway between her and the kitchen. I'm like, god damn, did I just get a girlfriend in that, in that interaction? And not to mention, he had just hung out with Anna. And I he told her. No. He did They didn't talk about mm-hmm. it. And he she didn't was all, say nothing about that to Hannah either. And she was all touching his wrist and fucking like jerking off her swizzle stick. It was a whole oh, thing. Oh yeah, that was another thing we both noticed. Did anybody else notice how she like was doing that jerky motion with the straw? Yeah, she went sap. Yeah, sap that was sap. some real fucking sexual innuendo. Yeah, it definitely was. It's like when they say when you pull uh, the label from the beer... You're sexually frustrated. Yeah. You could be having sex with me while I would do that. I would still pull the bottle of the label off the bottle here. <laughs> so exciting when you do it. There's something good feeling. I don't so know. Excited. I don't need to have sex and pull the beer label off. That's not my fetish. <laughs> Talking about all sorts of things. Yeah. All sorts of realities are coming out. No, I'm kidding. Um, Ezra also went to Albany. Well, Arya was writing her book. Yeah, why did he go there? Um, he has a friend who lives, who works for the University of Albany. Albany is the worst place on earth. Don't ever I've go there. I mean, been. I'm sorry. I, I should mention that friend of the podcast, Audrey, whom we love very much, is from Albany. She's is that where she's there. from? No shit. Yes, she's great. But I will say that Albany is the most depressing place in the world. And That's if you ever want to have a mental breakdown, why not go to Albany? <laughs> <laughs> that's what the tourism should be. Beer is 50 cents. 
Our entire town's a wind tunnel. It's never sunny. Why did you go there? Oh, my ex-boyfriend went to the University of Oh, Albany. no way. Yeah. That's where he cheated on me, and we broke up. Oh. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I hate Albany. Yeah, well, fuck Albany. Like, if you ever want to be like, where's the place that, like, if you wanted to, like, drop me in a horrible place, it would be Albany. Like, that is my bunker. Like, that is my wherever the... What are we calling it where the girls were? Yeah, bunker. The dollhouse? The dollhouse, I guess. Oh, yeah. The bunker. Underground bunker. That though. would be my dollhouse. It's, the Al- it's Albany. And if you are listening to this in Albany, I'm sorry. You haven't gone out of your house for five months. I'm really sorry, too. I don't have an opinion on Albany, but I'm going to take Sue's word for it. I don't have any immediate plans to go there, and I guess I just now won't schedule any. You know? Yeah, don't. Um, the other thing is, is that... Arya's boyfriend came to town, Liam, and was, uh, I don't know, just reading her book, figured out it was her that was writing. We should be happy that he can put two plus two together. It it was never, it was underwhelming. It was very underwhelming. So I was also, I was listening to Pretty Little Podcasters. Shout out to you guys. guys. Um... And they were talking about Arya and Wes. Is Wes the friend of the family? Kid? Wes is Ezra's brother. Oh, of course. Holden is the. Oh, thank you. It was literally like I like paused it, and I must have seen like the crazy lady on the subway because I was like, Wes, Wes, Wes. <laughs> He's a deep cut at this point, because, like, bitch did not come back into play, but... No, he went on to an MTV show. Teen Wolf. I don't think he was on Teen Wolf. Well, I think he was on Faking It. You're right, but I think he was also Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf is where Magic Mike went down. Magic Mike! Okay, maybe that's... Okay, hold on. Teen Wolf. Don't even act like I don't know my MTV shows. (laughs) No, me too, though. Um, Let's see if I have any... Okay, so when... Allie tells Rollins that she told Spencer about their relationship. He's like, maybe we don't go totally public. He didn't say that like that. But um, he was like, maybe we shouldn't tell everybody that we're boning. And then she was just like, well, I want you to do one thing for me, and it's super complicated. And he was like, what's that? And she's like, I want you to go to dinner with me and hold my hand and go to the movies with me and share popcorn and whatever, and he just, like, kissed her. He didn't say, yeah, I can do that. Right. So, I feel like it's, it's a little like, bit let of me kiss you right now. Stop asking me about doing this. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, I can, I can do that. It was kind of like, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I'll just kiss you. Okay, so you meet love. Of course, he meet loved her. Um, but then we pull back, and we hear rustling, and we see from outside the window, looking in to the Dolores' house, so somebody's watching them, is what we can infer. Speaking of watching, so they go down to the hole, they find the crazy thing, the, I don't know, torture equipment, and then the... Hannah and Arya go back down, and they find Emily there. 
and she's just like, my eggs! Yeah, because wait, and actually, totally did we follow up that. on that? Or did it end with them confronting, did it end with them turning Emily around and like, oh, Emily? And that was in the hole because of her eggs. That's what I wrote in my notes. And then I wrote Canadian accenting everywhere. Everywhere. She's been so Canadian lately. I just feel like they were just like, ah, forget it. We can't pay for the vocal coach any further. You don't know by now. You're never going to know anything about it. <laughs> it was a great. I think it was Betches on Instagram. B-E-T-C-H-E-S. If you guys don't follow, you should. Uh, posted it like a Britney Spears like old quote where she was like, I like doing what I do. I get to travel overseas like to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. God bless you, Britney. You're sh- not a girl, but you're not, not yet a woman. I also want to shout out whoever does Britney Spears' Instagram because her Valentine's Day post was amazing. My boyfriend is so handsome, looking all invisible and shit. I mean, oh girl, yeah, we love that. That like made me so happy. Brit Brit with the whip. Um, pretty Brit Brit with the whip. Uh, so yeah, at the end, the very end. I think we're at the end. I think yeah. we've gotten most of the places. I got everything. Uh, so the end was whistle while you work. Right, while they're cleaning right. the torture equipment. And we were both just kind of like, oh, this is weird. Who do you think it is? Blah, blah, blah. But, but then, was. then, Chandler, friend of the podcast, Chandler Alcari, uh, which I probably just drunkenly said her name wrong. No, she just tweeted it. Okay. So Chandler tweeted us and said, um, Snow White, Aria, whistle while you work, connection. And then I watched Chelsea's head explode. I exploded right in front of her. It was literally like I could see all the synapses firing in her brain. The smoke came out of my ears. Yeah. Yeah. It was so just like, oh. That was boy. a really interesting uh, correlation. Great job, Chandler. So I don't um, even know if Chandler listens to this. Probably not. She's, She's like one of our really good friends, and I like talk to her every single day. But I'm like, does she even listen to this podcast? I do don't know. Do you even know? I don't, and it's fine if she doesn't. But it's just a thought that came into my mind. Right Chandler, now. if you're listening, tweet us. Chandler, Chandler, if you're listening, tweet me or text me the word, um, Snow White. Snow White. Ooh. If you text me only the word Snow White. Tomorrow, then we know that you're listening. Or whenever you listen to it. Some people don't listen to it right away. Yeah, whenever you listen to it. Just whenever, Chandler. Yeah. yeah. But, like, within a week. Because, like, come on. We're all <laughs> You can listen to a podcast within a week. Um, I think that was all the notes that I had. That's for me. Yeah, I feel like, you know, this is a tame episode, but it is what it is. And we're all doing great. And next week, Sue will be in LA, but we're going to try to figure out... We're how to watch and how to do things, and we're going to figure it out. <laughs> and it was in LA and wants to host Oh my god, he's pretty little podcaster. Sue is going to get in touch with you to maybe watch together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I have to. You have, that's that. why I said it, because you have to do it. Because um, you guys should at least try, and if not, that's fine. But you guys should at least yeah, try to get in touch. I would love to figure out a way to do that. I have a cool hotel room that I'm excited to go to. 
Yeah, you guys are invited to her hotel room in a very non-creepy way, but just in a very fun way. Like, well, because the hotel hotel rooms that they usually put me in are, like, business hotel rooms where they kind of have, like, their suites, so they have couches and a whole sitting area that are not, like, right next to the bed, so you kind of feel like it's, like, a house. Like, I always feel like I have, like, a mini studio. Right. For the week. Like, this place that also that I'm saying has, like, a kitchen and, like, a little oven with a little stove top. So I'm just kind of like, maybe I'm going to get some Kraft Mac and cheese. Maybe Love Cabernet it. and Kraft Mac. <laughs> Should we and get some of that right now? Oh, my God. I wish I had Kraft Macaroni and cheese. Let's just think about it. It could happen. <laughs> you guys, thanks so much Anything for listening. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Next week, we're going to be back. Ellie Goulding's going to be here singing her smash hit. (laughs) And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?